WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. I'm Brittany, and this is WCSG Backstage. a friend of WCSG Backstage. This time next year, you could travel down the road and back again with some of your best <laughs> friends on a Golden Girls-themed cruise. Yes. yes, the theme cruise is described as a once-in-a-lifetime gathering, five-night high-seas adventure that incorporates a Golden Girls fancy dress party oh. and Whoa. dinner. They, of course, have to have cheesecake, I would think. Oh. Bingo night and a karaoke party. Wow. So that got us thinking, if you could go on any themed cruise, oh, what would that theme be? First, though. I have to say, when you opened this segment, Amanda, I was like, isn't that how some sitcom, that some old TV show starts like that? <laughs> I saw it in your face. I, I was like, what was that? Oh, Golden Girls. Yes. It all makes sense. Yes. I used to love nice. the Golden Girls when I was a preteen. <laughs> I know, it's so Did weird. You have Actually, a for older ladies living in were, the room? I just loved them. I loved the Golden Girls. You I was were right such in a their target demo. Awkward kid. Yeah. yeah. So, would you go on the Golden Girls cruise? I think I would. Okay. Yeah, I'd be all over it i know i know that, that's just that's right up my I alley you a cruise full of um, <laughs> blanches <laughs> yes that'd be great <laughs> is that your answer to the question tom would you be, would just go ahead and do yeah I keep, I keep no i wouldn't do i know <gasps> oh, no because i'd want to bring my kids it would have to be some sort of kid theme so mm-hmm. probably a princess theme for my daughters Aww, yeah nice. yeah i mean there are definitely themed cruises that I would enjoy, but then I'd feel guilty. So uh, I'll keep the Golden Girls cruise. I'll go on that with my wife and she'll love it. (laughs) And uh, and we'll bring the kids on the princess cruise. Okay. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I wish that there that someone would put together a guilt cruise, and then that would be something perfect for you, Tom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, the shame and guilt cruise. Oh, yeah. oh. Wow. Um, all the food you can eat, <laughs> and then feel bad about it. Right. Yes. Yes. That's called Oops. the Weight Watchers cruise. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Jeremy, do you got one? Uh, okay, so first I thought, yeah, like Back to the Future. Like, I want to have a Back to the Future themed cruise, but then I was, I was coming up with some trouble coming up with fun ideas, so oh. then I just took it to a more broader approach and i said an 80s theme cruise yeah. nice. okay so here i kind of come up with some ideas there'll be several arcades available um all set to free play so you don't have to yes. dunk quarters in it um there would be dancing at night of course the 80s themes music and uh, some iconic 80s bands and i just came up with a couple like tears for fears the police rem like oh yeah. and just like just play the hits the eurythmics so you're gonna have to have so many of these artists because you just want to only hear the hits you don't right. want to hear any right. of that's so true right. would yeah. you have to wear your sunglasses at night you would have to wear yes. sunglasses at night Absolutely. you're gonna have to have ponytails out the side yes. of your hair like yeah. it, all the dress like just, you are not allowed to bring any clothes oh, from yeah. like recent you know, years. I'll wear my Bricard Noir. That's the only cologne <laughs> yes. I'll wear. That and polo. <laughs> what happens when the ship reaches 88 knots? Huh? <laughs> oh. That's when all the fun kicks in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, there'd be a movie theater that plays uh, choice 80s flicks mm. 24 hours during the trip. Oh, yeah. So like 16 Candles, Breakfast oh, yes. Club, Ferris Bueller, and just like, just it all that so going fun. on. Make this right. happen. Right? Yes. Come to the John Hughes deck. Yes. For, yes. Yeah. 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 There'll be a Zoltan machine or a Zoltar oh. machine. Yeah, that's right. From Big. 
big. Yeah. <laughs> the kid from Ferris Bueller, like there's a Porsche that you get to drive off the yeah. side of the, the <laughs> ship. Yeah. Let's put it in reverse and yes. let it go. Because <laughs> oh, you're mad at your dad. <laughs> uh, okay, well, mine, um, sort of similar-ish, mine would just be a Hollywood theme all right so this is award season so the red carpet you're seeing it just about every weekend on tv and stuff but um you know different movie genre per for each deck of the ship you know like you could do like this is the film noir uh deck but this is the rom-com deck you know or whatever i don't know um (laughs) there you go yeah (laughs) a lot of screening theaters like you've got jeremy um but of course, celebrities yes. are populating this cruise, and not just actors and actresses, but like writers and directors nice. that yes. I respect. You know, I could kind of like you know pick their brain about their editing philosophy and all that kind of stuff. They'd be there for dinners and meet and greets and stuff. Uh, wearing the director pants that bulge out at their thighs, of course. <laughs> yeah, the vest, you know, yes. with all the pockets, um, and. It's like the whole cruise is like the Academy Awards and the after parties, you know, so it just has that feel to it. Um, As far as the activities, you know, kind of like how some cruises you go on to, you can be a part of a choir and do like show tunes. But this, you actually get together with uh, some other passengers as a crew or cast and you actually film a short short film directed by Ron Howard, maybe. (laughs) Or Steven Spielberg. It's cocoon. Right, right. All of a sudden, young again. Yes. So anyway, so that is my, that's my cruise. Oh, that's fun. I went for very specific, moderate fan Harry Potter themed cruise. Moderate. Yes, because so I not don't. Normal people. Yes. That like Harry Potter. Like normal people that enjoy Harry Potter. <laughs> not like I only talk in spells, Harry Potter fans. Like I don't want to go wear that. capes. Yes, no, I don't want to go that extreme. I, I do need to interject that I've got a friend who's a nurse and she had a time when somebody came into the ER and she asked what happened and this woman got injured playing Quidditch. Yeah, that's like, a real what? thing. She yep, literally people, was trying yep. to play Quidditch. It's a dangerous sport. Yeah, well, okay. we all know that. You well, you run around on they, a broomstick, you, right? That's exactly what happened. Like, they actually have, like, one time I went to Celebration Cinema to go see a movie, and they were having a Quidditch match outside, and oh it's these people goodness. on brooms running around, basically trying to play the game. Hey, guess what? We don't so, have potions that can, correct. like, fix your broken is not bones. Gonna f- yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, anyways, I would have all the food that you see at Harry Potter, so, you know, the mm-hmm. butterbeer and all that kind of stuff. Oh, um, the bean, the jelly beans. So, like, yes. vomit oh. beans everywhere. Yes. And- uh, Birdie bots, every flavor of beans. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then also J.K. Rowling would obviously be on the cruise. So you could do like Q&A with her. Um, some of the actors would be, I mean, not all of them, because some of them, as we were discussing earlier this week, I feel like have gotten a little weird. Um, <laughs> Looking at you, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, we would have about. trivia night. So you can play, you know, Harry Potter trivia, but you'd probably be pretty good at it because you're just moderate fans, not like the right. crazy people that have memorized everything. Right. There would be Quidditch. I wouldn't participate. I would just watch. <laughs> and the cruise would take a place like kind of around England and Ireland. Mm-hmm. So it's kind oh, yeah, of yeah. like oh, the nice. scenery yep. of yeah. Harry Potter. That sounds really yeah. fun and something someone could pull off, I think, <laughs> right. and make good money doing oh, yeah. it. Um, mine is kind of TV related. I think a game show cruise would be super, super oh, fun. Wow. Absolutely. Um, because, yeah. I mean, you just look at through time how many different game shows there have been. And everyone always says, oh, I would love to be on a game show. Yeah. And this way, like, if you tried Wheel of Fortune one day and you were terrible at it, I'll just go do Jeopardy the next day. <laughs> right. And you could, I think, just... That sounds so cool. That would be so yeah. fun. Um, yeah, you'd have, you know... 
Barker's Beauties there oh. and the the beach and there's a pool deck. So many and, prizes to win, yeah. like so the whole prizes. time. Yes, yes, um, yeah. I didn't really think too much further into that, but I just think mm. that would be a good It'd way to a experience lot a lot of them yeah. or be in the audience for a lot of them. And it'll be just the do Merv Griffith one. tour, right? Like oh, right. Yeah, that would be, be Bob really Barker because he's still with us. Everybody would have a skinny mic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. Any dogs and cats that walk or neutered in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Promotional consideration provided by There's line. yes. Perfect. And when you get stop at a port of call, then you get a segue to drive around. Right. And, but first you have to like make sure you know the price of it. Yes. Without You're going above. over. Without going yes. over. Yeah. <laughs> what? The what? All right. Well, let's look at some of the craziest news stories floating around the interweb. Steve, you go first. Oh, okay, sure. So this past Saturday, uh, and in an area of Germany near the border of Switzerland, mm. just go there in your imagination, mm. there was an invasion ah. of nearly 3,000 Smurfs. What? what? The what? Yes. They're, from Bel- they're from Belgium. Uh, are Everybody they? knows that. Oh, are I, they really? I don't, uh, that's where they were created, yeah. Oh, wow. That's on your 80s cruise. Oh, I don't know yeah. why. There you there. go, really. Uh, well, actually, it was uh, this group called Die Traditionsverein. I cannot do <laughs> wow, a German so close. accent. <laughs> but uh, they were looking to break the world record for the largest group of people dressed as Smurfs. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. that is a thing, even in... 2019. Wow. <laughs> uh, then the group did have strict rules. Oh boy. In oh, order to be did. counted, participants could not show any non-blue skin. Whoa. Uh, they could dress as Papa Smurf with his trademark red cap and white beard or Smurfette with the blonde hair and the white uh, skirt. Um, normal Smurfs are okay too. So non-Papa and non-Smurfette. <laughs> yes. Question. Yes. All the Smurfs, at least all the male <laughs> Smurfs, have don't on. have yes. shirts on. Oh. That is a question. Right? Well. Yes. And they wore like diapers. Yes. Yeah. Didn't they? Like, kind of. They kinda. don't wear pants. They're pants. More like it's more like underpants. bloomers of some yeah. sort. <laughs> yeah, they're bloomers. Yeah, they're like the, the waxy thing you put over a diaper. interesting. Yes. I didn't get any photos. Sorry. I didn't oh, see any pictures. Okay. Uh, but I feel like when you say any, um, you couldn't show any non-blue skin, like you could maybe put on a shirt, a blue shirt and just paint your arms oh, or hands yeah. or something okay, maybe right. i don't know okay. but a lot of body paint yeah it's a lot of blue for oh. sure um some of the characters that we know from the smurfs like you know the evil wizard gargamel gargamel yeah. he was strictly off limits it was a no gargamel this zone this is a positive smurf zone that's right <laughs> right wow. um, smurf snowflakes are happy so here's how it turned out the record institute for Germany, which that's also a thing, did verify the final number, 2,762 Smurfs. And that was posted on the website of that um, institute. And uh, they provided a certificate for the participants. Oh, they did it. Yeah, yep, they did it. 2,700 people is a lot. I feel like we could beat that. Really? <laughs> set it up, You're Jeremy. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, set that up. up. Now, I will say the Guinness Book of World Records, they are still, they have yet to confirm, okay? No. The standing record in Guinness is held by a group of tw- just over 2,500 participants. And that was in the UK in 2009. There's more than one group of people who decided yeah. to do this? Oh, yes. What? This group this in Germany, they were breaking the standing oh, ra- wow. record. Yes. So there's going to be like this back and forth rivalry right. at some point. And there, <laughs> this is not the only Smurf-related record in Guinness. What? Yes. Um, with a total of 6,320 items, Goethe Schurz of Ripon, Wisconsin, set the record for the largest collection of Smurf-themed memorabilia. 
Wow. That 6,000 items. Uh, over 6,300. Got to re that stuff right there. Yes. Oh, but all for that sure. Probably <laughs> <laughs> that probably These does spark joy. These are my favorite. <laughs> wow. So what anyway, what, that was Good a one. very smurfy wow. what the what. In Australia now, you can get emojis on your license plates. Okay, first of all, I'm not the only international entry. I just want that note. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. I no, was, I, mine okay. is also international. Okay, so mine. I yeah. gave you trouble for that, but we're, yes, yeah, we're, we're going around the world. All right. Going around the world with what the what? Uh, apparently, the Queensland Department of Transport and Main Roads are launching emoji plates to drivers for $475 for a new order. You can customize your plate uh, with five different designs, including the wink emoji, the smile emoji, and the heart eyes emoji. Mm. Uh, so there are just a limited number of uh, letters you can have followed by the emoji. I think it's five letters and then an emoji on your so, license plate. So is this like how you can choose to have a... Like Michigan State logo yes. on yours, yeah. It, is it part of the... So like if you get pulled over, is the police officer have to write down like oh, WX7 heart emoji? emoji yeah or yeah. is it like oh that's a great question you know what i mean well, well, when you I check into a hotel to. yes yeah. write yes. down your license plate right it's the hard emoji a smile, <laughs> smiley face. yeah yeah so I, I don't know about that but uh i, I do know that uh, you can get the emojis you have to pay a premium price for it and also they can do it with business logos as well so if you've got like a oh. business and you want to put your logo on your license plate they can do that as well i would totally be willing to put a wcsg logo on my car if it was paid for oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. i'll drive around with sure. logo yeah absolutely so there you go what the so, what but it's only friendly face emojis right it's not right like the poop emoji ones. no no <laughs> no angry eyes no angry eyes no i think it's like cool sunglass <laughs> eyes too so it's, it's like it's, your it's... passive aggressive way to have road rage right yeah, you just have like the angry yeah. face yeah, yeah. I... you can drive around happy all the time yeah. because your anger's already spent <laughs> done. in your license Auto plate system. yeah done i just feel i like i am a person who loves using the wink emoji yeah, yeah. but i know there is a perception that people who use the wink emoji are very creepy <laughs> Yeah, there is. Really? So, all, like, know you know, yeah, yeah, like if a guy winks a lot in text yeah, yeah, messages, yeah. it's yeah. kind of like, eh, what are you yeah. doing? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so, if you use the wink emoji on your license plate, will you be perceived as a creep? Mm-hmm. I guess if it you depends. have a white van, probably. Absolutely. If it de- oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it depends on how you're driving. If you're driving creepily, then I think that <laughs> paired with your rolling at five miles it's, an hour in a thirty-five, it ain't, it ain't gonna help your cause, Amanda. Uh, so just watch how you drive if you got the creepster emoji. Okay. Yeah. Time to learn about the hot dog murderer. Oh Ooh. boy! So this feels a little like. An episode of CSI, maybe not mm. quite Law and Order, but CSI for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, this person, hockey dad Jerry Westrom, was arrested for more or less eating a hot dog. So basically, what happened is, which that's the stuff that, like, you know, I watch CSI and they always talk about how this technology really isn't available. Like, this really isn't a thing. Like, you can't, like, you don't breathe in certain patterns and that can be used to convict you of, you know, like that's not really, you know. Um, But apparently this guy, this dad, he went to a hockey rink and went to the concession stand, bought a hot dog, ate it, threw away the napkin that he used, and they sniped that napkin out of the trash can, compared the DNA on that napkin to DNA that they had found in a cold case uh, murder investigation... 
and it matched. Oh, no. And so now the dude's in jail. Oh, wow. How did they wow. know to take his napkin? Yeah. So basically, the murder happened in 1993, and it went cold because they couldn't find enough evidence to really say, like, okay, these people are the suspects. Sure. Well, more recently, they, with DNA advances, technology advances, they were able to test some different things. And so they narrowed it down to two suspects, this Jerry guy, and then a a close family member of the victim. Mm. And so then they kind of knew like, all right, well, we're going to basically see here now in order to get enough evidence to be able to convict this guy. We need actual other DNA right. from him, but he's not going to, you know, yeah. oh, you want to check this against a cold case murder? Sure. Here's my right. saliva swab. Yeah. So they started following him around and they followed him into this hockey rink oh where he gosh. wiped his mouth on a napkin after a hot dog, threw it yeah. away. They took it Dude. and did the testing. They found out, yep, this is this is a match. Wow. Now, he was just so, you know, we don't have to be so scared about some of this kind of stuff. They did arrest him and then take more DNA and that also matched. Yeah. Okay. So once they had say, him in custody, like, what if they reached into the garbage can and pulled out a different napkin yeah. that Ooh. he didn't use, and it was somebody else at the hockey rink, and they got the wrong guy? What yeah. are the dun, chances dun, dun. that would happen? Okay, two <laughs> the thoughts. Lesson is- I just leave. I'm thinking. I was just gonna say. I feel like this story don't murder people. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I think. I think the story is is a fiction, and they want to scare murderers Mm. into just never wiping their face, and it's just easy to identify the murderers. You got hot dog on your face. You must. I'm the one with egg on my face. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Or mustard and ketchup. Yeah. (laughs) The other thought is: is the is the arena place? Are they gonna like sue because there was no warrant presented to go through their trash now, can. Now, here's oh, the deal. The This quote was put out by, I don't know if it was the DNA investigator or the police, but they basically said when discarding something in the trash, the Supreme Court has said many times it's fair game. Okay. So be wow. careful what you throw away. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Dumpster right diving. Back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I keep a shredder in my trunk, so it's fine. It's all good. We all yeah. listen to too many true crime podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know. We know all the ways to get caught. Seriously. So it's one of the ways to be scared to not do the things. Winky eye emojis all the way around. Yeah. So that was yeah. in America? Yes. So we've yes. gone from Germany to Australia, Australia to America. Where are we heading? Next? We're heading to Finland. Ooh. Finland, y'all. Uh, Lisa uh, is her name, and she is a knitting fool. Yes. She <laughs> loves to crochet and knit. When she was 10 years old, she was so good at it while attending art school that she actually started knitting sculptures. A life size oh. sculpture of her first grade teacher was the first one she did. <laughs> oh, and it turned awesome. out so good, she has been inspired to create a series based on that. That initial concept. So what she does is she takes three months and with photographs and with personal interaction, she is crocheting exact replicas of random people. Wait. So like a woman with her dog. What? No, so... It's not like I'm paying you to make a crocheted replica of me. It's no, she's just she's doing just it doing of random it as people. An art exhibit, <gasps> yes. Oh uh, so she takes measurements. She pays attention to your so mannerisms, all the details. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's oh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's involvement yeah. because I was thinking nice. that we just the next, sitting in the, no. the next episode. Of sitting in the nope, sitting meets, in the park. She meets with them. They decide on a pose. Like she makes them a part of this art installation. Wow. And so she said when she does like the body and everything, but when it comes to the hands, she has them come in so that she can read get all the details oh, wow. there's there's gonna be photos on the article that we share uh on our website you gotta check them out i mean they're unbelievable does she have any smurfs no smurfs oh there's a lady I... walking a dog there's a man and there's another like 
mom and daughter. Yeah. So. Okay, nice. this is going to make me sound like a freak. <laughs> oh. um. <laughs> really? Because I'm pretty sure Lisa's got you beat here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I kind of would love... My babies are all big now, okay? Oh. I can't rock any of my babies anymore. You want a crocheted? Of when they of were little. When little. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's funny. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, well, you can, <laughs> here's the thing. You <laughs> could fill it with warm water balloons, oh, though, and then it would have well, the weight and the feeling... <laughs> Of a baby. Like if I could just walk <laughs> him for another oh, my, my little crochet baby. Then pop it'll pee on you. you pop the yeah. balloon. And then, and oh. Oh, my little. Oh, yeah, no, I'm super <laughs> so, okay, to help you out here, like in order for these things to stand on their own, they are made with rebar and cement inside. Oh. So, like, she, so is, she's like only. I mean, them. I guess if you had a child, you could probably oh. crochet she's one like without that in so there. They're life size? They're life size, like Whoa, exact okay. replica. Why is there cement in them? That just seems. So that they're sturdy they like because of the way you're standing all right okay okay because so. like for a second there i have to say i was having flashbacks to like an early episode of when this was welcome to the bullpen with remember the with teeth the weird yes, yes the dolls with the teeth dolls the dolls with the human teeth please go back and reference episode two whatever that was <laughs> i think was. it was two yeah. or three yeah okay well what about is this better if it's like you are a military family and your spouse is deployed and you just oh. really miss them and you would love like to have boyfriend turn into pillow. a boyfriend pillow. Yes! yes. <laughs> Why do I know this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like pillow. could be some practical applications. Yes, sure. I agree with you. Right? I agree okay. with you. Yes, okay. I agree with right. you. You're right. Or like, you know, think anybody who's lonely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shut in. Yeah. They lost their spouse. Absolutely. Put them on a Roomba. They can go around the house. <laughs> Now you've got Home Alone going on. <laughs> yes. Yes. What the what? <laughs> wow. All right. Amanda. Okay, we're traveling to Vietnam for mine. There's an upcoming summit that's happening between Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And in honor of that, to show that there is peace and goodwill, there is a barber in Vietnam who is giving people haircuts for free if you agree to get the Kim Jong-un haircut or... The Donald Trump haircut. Nice. We will put this picture on the show notes. Yes. But this is something. Wow. Does the Donald Trump haircut automatically mean you get hair added onto your head? I I don't know. I think you get a dye job, that's for sure. Yeah, they do. They color it. Um, The one guy who said, yes, I will get my hair done like Donald Trump said, the only reason I did it is because he promised he would change it back. After the summit was done. Good luck with that. And there's a young kid, he's nine years old, who really looks like Kim Jong-un. And he says his quote, I am happy with my haircut. None of my other classmates can pull off the look because no one in my class is as fat as me, he said. Poor buddy. I know. But he really does. You're just husky. You're just husky. He really does look like him. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's maybe not the insult in that culture that it is here. That's what I was just thinking, too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, oh. that's a way of showing goodwill and peace. If you get your hair cut like the, like the two what if of we them. all did that. I was just gonna suggest it. Oh my wow. word! Let's do okay, it here. That's not fair. I we, we can't get. I don't want either. I don't want a man haircut. I will tell you. I will admit. I will confess to all of you that I have made some mistakes in my life. Mm. But top three easily is getting the undercut. Cut under my hair. Really? Like getting that shape. Oh, I'm so sad. Because like, growing it, it out so cool. has been terrible. Oh, it's horrible. And everyone oh. warned me it will be terrible to grow it back oh. out. And did I listen? I did not. I feel really ignorant here. Why is it terrible? I will, Without, okay. I, I will show you. 
sometime. Okay. Well, it's I mean, like, really, like, like look this at long. this. Yeah. So the rest what of her hair is so a ponytail. So, and so there's just, just nothing this, like, you can do with it. That's why it's terrible. I can put beads on it or something stupid, but or like lots of hairspray and make it look like it's so it's unruly for a certain amount of time. Grow out bangs, which you boys would have no. That's what. That's what I'm saying. Like we don't have a concept except for our beard. Like it gets itchy. Yes. At a certain length, but that's not itchy. Yeah. But it's just unruly. It's stupid looking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's stupid looking. And I, for the Thank record, you. I thought it looked super awesome when you first had it yeah. done. So, word of advice, though, like, do not take advice from a person who works at the salon who has very long, very beautiful blonde hair, oh. and they want to cut yours off because they are not brave enough to do it themselves. <laughs> right, right. Right. They're vicariously and yes, it's experiencing a, it, that. I, I, yeah. Anyway, so mm. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Tom. You no. look scared. No, I'm not scared. Okay. No, no. Uh, just I'm, I'm, this is me learning. When I learn a lot yes. real quick, it's a scared look on my face. <laughs> a lot of information all at once. Well, thanks again for listening to WCSG Backstage. You know, you make this podcast possible. When you download, when you review, when you share it, uh, we really couldn't do it without your support. So thank you. And join the podcast at Backstage at WCSG.org. We love hearing from exclamation point. We do. Oh, wow. Whoops. That was my Ron Burgundy moment. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, back, Hopefully he's not. I know. Because he does that. Yeah. .org. We love hearing from you. Also, you can learn more at WCSG.org. Keyword backstage. This is Bullpen Court. It is Bullpen Court. Yes. Mm, Probably the most now, fun. Oh. There's wow. all oh. kinds of courts. Yeah. There's appellate courts. Yes. There's night court. Remember that show? Yes. There's the Supreme Court. Yes. I think, wasn't Diana Ross on that? Yes. Close. The Supremes. Close. Very close. This. <laughs> it's a court made of the Supremes. Get it? Or yeah. like hey. all their verdicts include like a Supreme. lyric from the. Yeah. I just Ooh. felt like I needed to clarify. This is where court. we record in yes. our announcer's bullpen. So guys, this is bullpen court. Yes. All right. We there settle we all the world's important things yes. the, the important minds of the bullpen right. we are acting as judge and jury mm. for these cases I tom be diana ross what is your case <laughs> okay here we go bullpen court uh all right so we've got a uh, big huge snow pile um next to our driveway now we snow below the driveway mm-hmm. that's that's fine we're good with that and that scatters the snow all around different parts of of the, the yard and, and and but my neighbor he gets the snow plow he's got a fire hydrant on one side now normally the snow plow would come through and every other house in the neighborhood that has a, a a truck come by the piles are evenly distributed but because he's got a hydrant on one side we have this huge snow pile that's bigger than any snow pile in the neighborhood and it's hard to back out in fact i got in a car accident last year because of it oh, no. so i'm just wondering am i responsible for taking that down at all or is it is it totally on him to to take care of that snow pile because uh this is becoming a hazard i don't mind doing it but i feel like maybe he should have to because he's paying for the service that puts all the snow there so i'm just wondering what so you guys it's think. on so it's not a city plow it's he has someone right come to his home mm-hmm. and plow out his driveway and because he's got a fire hydrant on one side of his driveway yeah. they put all of the snow on the side that Based we share on your oh, okay. best 
that. recollection of how his property is set up. Is there another place mm-hmm. for the snow to go? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I were to take the the hill like to if, cast, if if you were to go to him and say, "Here's the issue. Can, they put Can the your snowplow snow guy put the snow somewhere else?" No, because it it would be the fire hydrant, and they'd be covering that up, and then it would be a big hazard. There's nothing you can do. I don't think. Yeah. Maybe you used to plow ask... snow, and if there is nowhere to put the snow, you gotta put it somewhere. But yeah. should he be responsible for for taking the snow off the the the, the cap Where of the are you mountain? Going to put it. He, well, he can put it somewhere else in his yard, like further into his lawn. Basically. Yeah, like even even in the sidewalk. I'm How not. How gonna... is he going to get it off the top with a shovel? <laughs> if he's hired someone to plow his driveway, he probably isn't Here's what into you shoveling. Here's right. what you do. You go to him, you explain the issue and say, I have an idea. Why doesn't your plow guy also plow me and we can put the snow safely in my yard where my view is not obstructed? Yeah. I like that idea. Or, yeah, mm. I mean, there's some sort of, because again, if, I mean, you think about if this was something else and something on his property was causing you to get into a car accident, that, you know, right. like right. you got to... You're creating a hazard for other people. So I get that the hazard needs to be addressed. Yeah, yeah. But if there's no... I mean, yeah, I mean, like, can't can't the snow plow driver... I mean, this doesn't fix the problem now, but push it further in to his yard? Is it his yard or your yard or shared yard? Shared. It's, it's the space in between the two driveways. Are you willing to, in the spring do some yard repair if they do that because if he puts some... his blade down and pushes it further that could tear up your mm-hmm. whole yard yeah i don't but want that, that might be the give yeah, yeah. for and, you and that's safer tear up than... my yard push it in further so that i don't have to safer than death yeah, yeah. Or safer yeah. than having to repair a car yeah yeah right. yeah okay yeah okay right. do, do you like snow blowing i do i mean Good you seem like the kind of person who and I do. I do. Is his, into snow I, I snow blow a sidewalk for him. I Would mean, I'm you not, I'm be not... willing to push that thing up on top of that hill? That sounds dangerous. <laughs> no, because it's it's been around in circles. Just keep it's, back. Yeah, it's, it's back just forth, one of the, it's the little Toro three horsepower dealie. Yeah. So it's it, it, it doesn't that. even have the metal blade. So it's going to get up there and just and it, it'll stall. Oh, it, 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 okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Halfway up the hill, it'll All be it'll be done. Yeah, I like that. So what's our verdict? I think our verdict is maybe communicate with your neighbor, see if you can get the snow to be pushed in. Or move to your, or maybe or we can maybe we can just tackle move. maybe we can just tackle it together. Him and I can just go out Set and just and just take that yes. yeah blowtorch it. That's <laughs> yeah. a good idea. Melt the make snow. Make a big ice chunk. <laughs> crochet it. Make a crocheted <laughs> yeah. ice hill on the other side so it will match. Uh, what I'm hearing yeah. is compromise with the neighbor. Yeah, yeah. At the end right. of the day, that's All what right, I think though. it is going to yeah. be. Okay. Yeah. Verdict is for compromise. All right. All right. Who's next? It is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh no! Uh, <laughs> that's my that's my no. court case. Uh, here's what I say: a hot dog is a sandwich, like a taco is a sandwich, handheld food, where you've got all of the food groups represented. You know, you got carbs, you got protein, you got fat. <laughs> what if you just have a fruits and vegetables? Sandwich? No, I don't mean that. I don't mean like that. I mean just the big three: sure, carbs, protein, fat. <laughs> It's all in there. That's all you need. Three. You got cheese. You got Thought meat. A lot about you've this. got some kind of a, a vessel container. Sure. Yeah, right. Uh, whether that's bread or a tortilla, flour, whatever you know. Um, if you are really healthy, it's one of those weird lettuce container yeah, things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Lettuce container. I don't know what to call that. Up a piece of pizza. Does it then become a oh, sandwich? Pizza oh. is a sandwich also because it's handheld. You food. have no. thought about this. No. Yes, I. Pizza I'm not saying never a it's. I'm never not a calling sandwich. it a sandwich. I'm not. <laughs> It's not. I'm not calling pizza a sandwich. I'm saying that the sandwich, the taco, the hot dog, the pizza are all in the same category. Handheld food. Right. So, there's a variant of handheld food. You're not saying a hot dog is a sandwich. 
you're saying it's a variation of handheld food. That is like correct. And and I feel like the one uh, entry in that category that has gotten kind of like a blanket terminology is the sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, I don't you know? think it's a sandwich. It's more like it's it's closer to a burrito than a sandwich. Yeah, mm. because because about- because it's got it's got it's got the it's got one piece of bread that is wrapping it. It's one piece of bread wrapping itself around like a burrito. Okay. The but meat. But you don't I'm, pick up a burrito it, and eat it with your bare hands. I yes, mean, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> the, 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 frozen, you? the frozen kind you do. Oh, I was thinking uh, of Tom. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I don't. I'm thinking of a wet to burrito. Do this, but I'm going to totally destroy yeah. <gasps> your rationale. Why? A submarine sandwich, by definition, mm. has the same type of bread container where it's a slit down the side and you filled it with things. Oh, it's a bun. Take a hot dog and now turn it on its side. You have a submarine sandwich. It's got like a paper okay, thin piece holding the, the two pieces of bread together though. Here's the thing. If if you said I would like a sandwich We all just need to start eating a hot dog sideways. If I would like a Sorry, you brought it up. If I would like a sandwich for lunch and someone gave me a hot dog I mean, I'm not going to be mad but I'm also like that's not what I was prepared totally. to. Totally. I, I, I wouldn't be like, thanks for the sandwich. Yes. Because okay. everybody Maybe would be confused. Maybe we need to start changing our viewpoint. But well, you would be closer to s- content with that than if somebody brought you a burrito, a, a bowl of soup. <laughs> yes, because of because what your logic. I like your logic. Those are two different categories. The, soup and sandwich. The top mm-hmm. category is yeah. handheld. <laughs> Right, okay, and yeah. then you've got hot dog and tears. pizza and sandwich Damn, and tears. so. <laughs> what yeah. if you go to Panera next time? You say, "I'll take the soup and sandwich." They give you broccoli cheese soup and a hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> oh, I'd spit on the ground. I would yeah. spit on the I ground. I might be like, <laughs> it would be over. I, I do. Throw it up into I my feel like vents. really honestly, I'd be like, huh. Never thought about Interesting. this. Interesting. Maybe next time I'll get a taco. Yeah. yeah, maybe. So it's kind of like the, um, when you go to the South and you say, I'll have a Coke, and they say, what kind? Yes, yes. Mm. You know, I'll have a sandwich. What kind? What kind of sandwich? Right. Hot dog. <laughs> does, does anybody remember the Frankenfurter hot dogs they had in like, the, I think it was the late 80s, where the chili was in the yes. hot dog. It was encased. Injected. In in it was oh. Yes, yes. Oh, it, it's like blazing that lava. lava. That's like yes. the hot dogs it, with little cheese in it's it. It's awful. Yes. Yes. Yeah, little Me cheese too. chunks. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so. Hey, hold on, though. I oh, looked up the, the definition of sandwich. An item of food consisting of two pieces of bread with meat, cheese, or other filling between them eaten as a light meal. So but that doesn't help um, us. Excuse me, you used your phone. That's cheating. I oh. was just looking up a definition. <laughs> I, what I recall is one time it's that also was her case accused of cheating in that. It was pretty evident. She was to court. It was prepared. All right, evidence. let's that go around. One. Brittany. Yes, uh, Brittany's verdict. How long is the sandwich? No. Wait, wait. No, Steve. But I, because I was so distracted by the cheating. Um, what was the determination from that piece of information that you got from the internet? Off I think it's two slices bread. of bread. Two. An item of food consisting of two pieces, pieces. of bread. Two pieces. Okay. Hot dog Doesn't mean that they can't be affixed no, to no, each no, other. No. There's My hinge. hot dog buns are always splitting apart, and they always become It's because you don't blot your hot dog after you take it out of the water, man. Or you, the hot you. dog is too big. That's why. You got to blot it. Why are you making it in the water? Just heat it up in the microwave. Yeah. Oh, because then it gets Under all weird. Under your armpit would be preferable to boiling it. Let's be honest. <laughs> come out all gray. Uh, anyway, you don't, you I'm just saying, you don't, you don't it to is, it's, it's nearly two pieces of bread already. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, if you said two slices of right. bread, then maybe I would think differently. All right, differently. so Brittany says no, no, not a sandwich. Steve? I say yes. Oh. I say yes. Uh, no. Oh, we're at a stalemate. I'm the deciding I, I, Yes, you're you the deciding vote. Your own case. I want separation, so I'm going to say no. Woo. All right. There we go. Not a separation. Right. Nice. 
All right, here's mine. Close. April Fool's <laughs> da- April Fool's Day is right around the corner. Workplace pranks. Good idea or bad idea? Terrible. Ooh, awful bad. idea. <laughs> wow, that was that's the shortest case ever. <laughs> no, no, not well, that I'm planning anything, same, mind you. Not it's the all. same idea behind pranks in general. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, mean, like some of them, like some of them can be oh. funny, but I don't even call it a prank. You know, if it's like actually genuinely funny, it's more of a joke, not a prank. I, I feel like pranks hurt people. They do, and I ruined my relationship with my, my grandmother <gasps> over, over a prank Share once. the story, please, as oh, evidence. Okay, I was eight years old, and <laughs> seven or eight, maybe maybe six. I was young, and uh, I was at my grandma's house for the week. It was during Christmas, most likely. That's when I spent time at my grandma's house. And she was out in the back. Uh, she was taking care of her little golf Volkswagen, I think. <laughs> nice. and, and, and I told my aunt, uh, who was special needs, and I said to her, I said, go tell grandma that I'm hurt. It's April Fool's. Oh, so no. she did. My grandma came in just just so scared. So I've never seen anybody so scared in my life. And I knew right then my face oh, turned red. Yeah. And I knew I had wronged her. Oh. Yeah. I had wronged her. And ever since then, like for a while, our relationship was kind of strained. Oh. Kind of strained, and she was my favorite grandma. Right. I can say that now because both of them have died. Um, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Did you? And and no, that sounds that sounds horrible. But I never would say that back. Yeah, when right. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Sure, sure, sorry, sure, Grandma sure. Bofi. Um, but uh, but no. But ever since ever since then, I've just I've always had this this thing about pranks, and I tell my kids do not prank, and I tell them that story. Ooh. Yeah, I tell them that story right. to this day because so, grandma uh, won't love you anymore. Because grandma, Cause grandma or you will feel like grandma doesn't love you mm. anymore. You know, ruin the rest did of your it, life. Do you really feel like it strained your relationship? Um, I think that it did. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It was, it was kind of toying there with that story. I think it did for a little while. Like I think, she I, felt I, like I, you lied to her She She and I had a special relationship and for, for, for a while at least until her deathbed uh, when, when her and I had a really special moment Aww. that I believe healed that relationship. Aww. That's the truth. Um, because she, it's like she waited to die until I went and visited her. Aww. And then she died and she didn't recognize anybody but she recognized me. Oh, wow. And she said, that's my boy. So at that moment, I believe it was healed. But no, for a while it was strained because I, I was her special boy, mm-hmm. and uh, pranking her strained her. that it hurt yeah. her that yes. much, and it yeah. hurt me. Wow. And to this day, I carry that pain. So, anyways, um, well, <laughs> just to represent the opposition, <laughs> um, defense over here. Can I just bring up the office? Like how much we love oh. watching that show, and Jim and Dwight. Those are, but remember, just I know it's it's TV pranks. It. You have that distance. You have that separation. It's not you know, happening to you. It's not well. Yeah, right. right. You're nobody wants to be the Dwight in that scenario. Right. Um, so yeah, I get it. I I mean, it does make it does make fun entertainment. It does make must see TV. Yes. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't think I would want to be a part of either on the giving or receiving end okay. uh, of uh, April Fool's prank. So it's prank. a unanimous but no. But dad jokes, I feel like. Totally oh. cool. Okay. Dad yeah. jokes in the workplace are okay, but pranks are not. What do you think about the pranks? I'm I need not. to know. I work closely with you. Uh, okay. So I am <laughs> very uncomfortable with pranks. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and I remember I was a youth leader for a bit and we went to like a camp overnight and I remember hearing the boys whisper, oh. like they were planning, 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 oh, and like yeah. I That's was so life, uncomfortable. Oh. At yeah. one point, I was like, "Listen, you guys, you can't do this. You can't." And like, I don't even remember what I said, but I like, I, I, got, real ser- I got real serious. I got real serious. I might even like 
not angry, but like cry, like cried a little bit. Whoa. Like you can't do this. It's going to hurt my feelings so bad. Like oh, I just no. like oh. guilt tripped them out of it. Oh. Nothing happened, but like I can't stand pranks. Wow. So I like, okay. It's just, know. it's such an uncomfortable feeling to be on the receiving end. Yeah. The butt yeah. of the joke. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Especially so. if it's something that is done in public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's yeah. like, I'm supposed to react a certain way to this and be like cool with it, but I'm not cool with it. Yes. So having yes. to have yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All, All right. right. Judgment. No pranks. Okay, is it okay to load up my adjunct class with a bunch of guest speakers? <laughs> um, you're actually doing that. Uh, because that's sort of what I'm in the midst of doing. No, I, what if I, we all say no? I found that, well, <laughs> <Too late. laughs> then I'm going to have to find some other options for guest speakers. Um, no, I uh, found that in the... F- so I'm teaching this class at Cornerstone, uh, and in the first three like foundational weeks where it's kind of like you know um, the basics of the topic... You know, like I'm having to plan three hours a week of, you know, class time and stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't realize how long uh, lesson planning takes Mm -hmm. when you're building something from scratch. So then um, I got a a guest lecturer last week and I've got some more lined up and those classes have been great. Mm. Like I've been like. there's less pressure on me. This is somebody who actually is an expert in this field. Like, I feel like the students are getting better content than they would just me, you know? And so anyway, but there is a little bit of guilt, like, am I being right? Right. Am I just kind of like passing the buck, I guess, you know? Well, Oh, go ahead. I think the fact that you know people that can speak and be an expert on that is a great thing. Yeah. That's that, part of the reason I'm sure they chose you to do it or asked you to do it because they you know have you resources. have connections within yeah. the actual industry. And that is something that, um, honestly, like I've really enjoyed, like realizing, oh man, the contacts and the, you know the friends that I've made over the years in this business. Well suited for this. Yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, it's just like, oh, I guess I didn't think of them as a resource for something like this. But like, I know people and so anyway i also think it depends on the class yeah as in do i think it's okay you have a guest speaker every day if you're a kindergarten teacher (laughs) probably not or a math teacher probably not but i think in a class like especially college classes i think that that's well and also like as a former student at some point like just listening to the same teacher every day every Mm. class it gets fatiguing. So, right. I mean, you're cha- it's a pattern interrupter, and it's a l- really enjoyable to have somebody who has real-world experience yeah. talking to you about the thing that you're interested in. All Absolutely. Right. Yeah, so, th- I'm on board. I am, too. I think you're going to get the best information for your students from any one of these professionals who are hyper-knowledgeable of, of their field, more so than you, even though you are skilled. Right. And uh, in doing so, you're giving these students a better education, and I think that's mm-hmm. really what it comes down to. All right. Good yeah. job, Steve. Do it, Steve. Good job, Professor Steve. And with that ruling, I'm going to be asking you all to speak. <laughs> 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 to Can we all come as one big group, or are yeah. you going to split us up? Just we'll, give us see that, we'll see how that plays out. I would be very interested to hear what Steve, like, like, okay, Jeremy, I want you to talk about this. Tom, oh, I want yeah. you to talk Man. about this. Like, what he actually thinks we're what, good yeah, at. Yeah, what you think oh, we're, our expertise is. Mm. Okay, so uh, this actually also happened to me. Is it okay to bring underbaked cookies to a guest's house? So yes. is it better to show up with nothing or show up with something that may give them salmonella? Oh, oh, that underbaked? Wow. Well, okay, so I made these I bars. Love a soft cookie. I made these bars and they were real gooey in the middle. Yeah. Mm, we fine. we ate them all. Totally cool. But they have kids and I don't want to like 
Did you bring them in a, um, what I've had to do before is cut them out of the pan yeah. and then like put them on a plate and just like the real gooey ones, you just don't so put like on the, the plate. Ed- you, you bring the edges yeah. and make it out the centerpieces. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And I usually eat that myself because I, I don't care about say, the salmonella. I, mean, I will eat the cookie dough. I, I guess I know salmonella is a thing, but I would say it's better that than super hard overcooked crusty cookies. Right? You know, not yeah. enough milk in the world to soften those things up. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I think I think you bring the cookies, but maybe you just give a brief uh, overview of what happened. Hey, you might get salmonella. These are a little Ew. underbaked. We all know they're delicious, but just saying. If you're sensitive to that, yeah. If you're sensitive to food poisoning, eh, don't blame me. Yeah. So just just. That. Or blame yourself yeah. because at this point you now know. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. like right. have a have a like a full lesson on exactly what salmonella poisoning is. A whole is. Full power oh. PowerPoint graphs. Which right. I have my PowerPoint. husband with me, so yes. he can take oh, care of that right. side yep. of it. Yep. Well, I'll hey, just... What does Spencer say about undercooked stuff? Is he cool with Was it? Was he or on not? board? Well, he well, ate them, didn't he? We didn't bring them. Because Aww. I felt because I had they have little kids and so I was like I don't know if that's gonna just say they're adults, adult cookies <laughs> got booze in them <laughs> or recre- recreational <laughs> yes no but um no so I actually because Amanda will understand this this was not me going above and beyond this was me doing some like things that I enjoy I enjoy baking so mm-hmm. I actually made two different kinds mm. so I left the underbaked ones at home and I just brought the pan of like yeah. good ones okay. so that's what okay. I ended up but that and was when the- you got home Bear had a real guilty look on his yeah. face I'm kidding. And he was dead because he had M and M's in that. Oh, oh no! Yeah. So they were slightly raw M M&M and M cookies. Yeah, it was like oh. they were like chocolate chip cookie bars, but they were really good. They were really good. All warm and gooey. Yeah, they were I really think great. you made the right choice. If you didn't have two pans, I probably would have just tried to cut the middle out. Okay. And but or just explain like, donuts. hey, these are a little undercooked. Sorry. Don't totally. you just get some. Va- vanilla ice cream on the way home and like chop those things up and just put it in the ice That's cream. Really good idea. That kills the salmonella, doesn't it? <laughs> no. Yes, it freezes it. Yes? Yeah. Yes, That's yes, what I thought. Yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what's the verdict here? You did the right, you did the right thing. thing. Yeah. Yay. Whatever you did, it was the right thing. Beautiful. Well, we're back in two weeks. Thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. And as always, a big thanks to Mr. Dodd Yay. Morris Yay. for running the controls. Who all of the raw cookies. Absolutely. <laughs> he always helps us to sound our best. Thank you, Dodd. And uh, as we do each episode, let's close things out with a deep cut. Amanda, you are up. What, what'd you bring? Well, usually I like to bring a song that has like a story or something I know about it or a little interesting interesting tidbit or fun fact. The only thing I know about this song is that I've heard it and I like it. And it's from a group I've never heard of. I know nothing about. And I don't know if they're like new into Christian music, if this is just a one-time thing, but I think it's a fun song. It's a group called Switch Mm. and the song is called Symphony and I just think it's great. So that's it. Cool. (laughs) Got it. Thank you. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. And I'm Brittany, and this is WCSG Backstage. Sometimes it's hard to breathe, all these thoughts are shouting me. Try to bring me to my knees, and it's overwhelming. Darkness echoes all around, feels like everything is crashing down. Still I know when my hope is found, and it's only you and ooh. You say you're working everything for my good and
Mic check. Okay, so I changed the intro a little bit. Oh. I think I was telling some of you. So I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Steve. Brittany can say, I'm Brittany, and this is, and we'll say WCSG backstage oh, together good. because it was like 13 <laughs> s- syllables. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to WCSG. Everybody together. so much WCSG. So much. Backstage. Yeah, that's fine, too. Ain't no stage like a backstage. We'll just keep working on it.